This is the Lady Landlords Podcast, and I am your host, Becky Nova. This podcast is for women looking to achieve financial independence through real estate investing. Let's get this episode going. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Lady Landlords Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, one of our member spotlights. We have Josie, who's out in California. How are you doing, Josie? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Thank you so much for coming on today. You have just purchased your first rental property. Congratulations. I so want to celebrate because I know how hard you've worked on getting this property. And thank you for coming on and just getting to share your story about how you were able to make that work um, to help inspire the rest of the lady landlords. So thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited. (laughs) Good. So if you could, just to start off, just kind of share a little bit about like who you are, where you are in life, that type of thing for us. Okay. So um, my name is Josie and I am the youngest of nine siblings. My parents migrated to California when I was nine. So I was actually the only one that got to go to college. Right now, yeah, I'm currently a teacher, bilingual teacher. I'm married and I have a daughter who's five years old. And your family's from Mexico, right? Yes. Okay. So, and then, so I'm clearly with being a bilingual teacher, I'm assuming that you're also then teaching Spanish, but do you speak any other languages? No, just Spanish and English. Gotcha. Um, I, you never know. Sometimes you'd be like, yes, I also teach French. So I think that's great. Um, and that's so cool that then out of the youngest of nine, then you were really fortunate with that opportunity to then kind of get to go to school here. How old were you? Were you born in America or born in Mexico? No, I was born in Mexico and I got to go to school for a few years. I started, um, here the fourth grade in California In fourth grade. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. I love that too, because it also fits with kind of that just American dream story of kind of coming to the States, becoming a homeowner. Um, you know, my husband's from the Dominican Republic and very much has that same, um, that same importance of being able to buy a, buy a home. Um, and kind of get into this whole real estate investing thing. So how did you end up getting in, even just interested? What made you say, you know what I want to do is buy rental property and be a lady landlord? Well, I think my little mind started rolling back in like 2015 when Mm -hmm. I was invited to this, it was this event about this big realtor or yeah, he's, he's a big guy and they're Uh like, there's this thing he's offering for free, come check it out. So it was at a fancy hotel. We went in there for free and then they started telling us about real estate investing. Okay. they only kind of give us like a little bits of it, like, oh, look, you can buy a property and they'll pay you rent for it. But that's it. If you want to learn how to do it, um, pay us this much money and then we'll teach you. So <laughs> then I went into them and I was like, okay, let's do that. So we paid. A oh, so you were money. on board. You were like, yup, yeah. this is, I actually do yeah. want to hear more about this. Okay. Yeah. So I signed up and then we went, I think the next one was a two day course okay. at the same hotel. So we went back in there and then, um, the first day, some kind of red flag started popping okay. up. They're like, oh, I just came back from Italy, but it, I don't know, it didn't sound like our presenter was it. It didn't sound like it was true. Like yesterday I was in Italy and today I'm here presenting for you guys. <laughs> um, and then they kind of give us a little bit more um, info on like how to get into real estate. But then yeah. they're like, oh, we, got, we have a bigger course that's like 
triple the amount that you paid for this and then use your credit cards. That was another like, Oh, wow. You max out your credit cards. You're going to get this money back uh, once you're into real estate. I'll just max out your credit card. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So it was like very sketchy. So I'm like, no, this is not for me. So then I left it alone. (laughs) So then also it sounds like then you were almost, I'm sorry to say this, but I know you're not the only person that's had this issue, but it almost sounds like then you basically paid to get pitched to, right? It sounds like that, that second event that you now went to, you went to the free one, fine. They didn't tell you, give you the information. And the second one, now you paid for it, but really you actually paid just to be sold. So yeah. that really sucks. That's really not cool. And then so the, the, even the third one, you were like, no way. <laughs> no, we didn't go back to the second day just because next to us oh, was wow. the guy who has, um, he's like, oh yeah, I just maxed out my credit cards because they're teaching me about um, the stock market. And I was like, okay, I don't know. So, <laughs> so then I kind of left it alone. Yeah, I would have too. That sounds, it sounds, you, it sounds to me what you're kind of saying, like you almost felt like it was like a scam that it was yeah. really kind of just more for money that they weren't really trying to actually help you. So and I probably would have been like walking away too. Yeah, we never saw the famous guy that they had promised on the first day for free. So I'm like, huh, I don't know. Well, Josie, he was in Italy with every, right? He was still too busy traveling the world here yeah. to come to the meet, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, that's, that sounds like a horrible experience. I don't blame you for walking away. And honestly, I'm surprised and impressed that you decided to kind of even come back. What made you, like, what made this idea kind of pop back in your head and say, you know what, let's give this another try? Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts, financial, and then I'm part of all this finance groups and things like that. So then mm-hmm. I think the idea was still kind of in my head, like, hey, this is a possibility, but I wanted someone to kind of like hold my hand. Okay. So. Makes sense. Well, it could be very intimidating, right? Like mm-hmm. how, when you say you wanted somebody to like hold your hand, like what, what was it that you were either worried about or concerned about or felt like you were not ready to do on your own at the time? Well, I don't, th- I wanted to make sure I was making the right decision. So I was in like my financial journey, um, I was in debt. So then I was scared to get more debt after I paid all this debt off. I'm like, wait, I don't, I like being debt free. So I I didn't want to make the wrong decision when buying a property. Gotcha. And then if you did buy the wrong property, what would that have meant? What would that have looked like? I probably like a failure. I didn't want to lose money. I think that was my biggest fear. Just, yeah. We don't want to lose money. I mean, no, nobody wants to lose money. Nobody wants to lose money any day, let alone now thinking about, you know, buying a property and spending a lot more money. Right. So, okay. So that was like worst case scenario for you. You were like, I don't want to make a wrong decision and kind of lose money. Yeah. Gotcha. And then how did you end up finding uh, lady landlords? Um, I think you remember Facebook group. I think that somebody mentioned it and I just kind of joined and then I was reading and I just kept reading all the posts. (laughs) Like sometimes I would focus on all the bad and I'm like, oh, I don't think I want to do this. And then really cool stories and then I'm like, okay, maybe I can. I always tell people that um, we're kind of like Yelp where you kind of go when like you had a problem with something, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, yes, we do not have a lot of posts in the group where people are like, hey, my tenant's paid today all good, right? Usually people kind of come and they're like, oh my God, they haven't paid in two weeks. I can't find them, but I found a pit bull, you know, but they, they, you know, some more. So it's usually people do kind of come when you have those problems, but, and I always encourage, and I'm going to encourage all of our listeners too, just like Josie was able to post in our group 
about how she purchased her first property. Please, if you have any type of things that we could celebrate in the group, we would love to hear your stories. So if you have either gotten out of debt and are ready to buy that property, or if you closed on your first property or even your thousandth property, feel free in the Facebook group to let us all know. Um, because just kind of like Josie's saying, it's also nice to be able to see and hear what people are doing that actually um, are succeeding and not just always sometimes those, um, those bad tenant stories. So I'm glad that we were kind of able to have that mix and didn't scare you away completely from rentals. <laughs> so then what made you decide like, okay, here I am listening to podcasts. Here I am now in this Facebook group, reading all these different stories. What made you say, okay, now is the time for me to do something about this. Um, I think I just want to, I wanted to grow myself and invest in myself and said, okay, like I want to go away from my fear. And I thought about the worst scenario and I was like, okay, I can live with the worst scenarios. So I think it's time for me to take action and actually move forward. It's like now or never kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Right. And sometimes we kind of want to get, I'm proud of you for getting out of that, like analysis paralysis where you were like, mm -hmm. okay, great. I'm now going to do something about this. So what was then when you made that decision then that you were going to take action, you're going to do something. What was the first thing you did? Well, I think when your course came up and you were advertising, I was like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? And I thought about it for a few days. And then I talked to my husband and I said, okay, this is an investment. If I learn one thing, it's going to be worth it. And then Good. I found Cassandra in the group. I met Cassandra in another um, group. So then I sent her a message and I said, hey, are you doing this? And she said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it too. <laughs> I kind of having Cassandra in there kind of gave me like, okay, it's okay. Like, just do it. Good. Part of me was like, oh, I already tried this one time and it was, it was a scam. So then having Cassandra in there kind of like, okay, let's do it together. It, well, and I think that's something, and first off, I appreciate, and I want to say thank you for taking a chance on me and the Lady Landlord's Beginners course after you had had this negative experience. Like I understand kind of the, the trauma from that and the money that was spent that you felt was wasted. And like you said, you didn't, if you didn't learn a thing, that was then a, a waste of your time and your money. So I understand how it can be kind of, it can be difficult to definitely overcome that fear. Um, so I appreciate you taking the opportunity to kind of say that. So it really helped then that you knew somebody else that was then taking the beginner's course, right? Yeah. So, and then I'm gonna give a little shout out to Cassandra Henry, um, as that is Joseph's accountability partner. Um, from Lady Landlords as well. So Cassandra, hi, we love you. Um, Cassandra actually lives like right down the street from me. So I am very, very fortunate to actually get to see Cassandra on a regular basis. So Josie, you'll have to come out to New York <laughs> and come and come hang out with us one day. But, um, but good. So then I'm glad. So then that was being able to kind of know somebody else that had kind of take that was going through the same thing as you and that course was what made you say like yes I'm going to sign up for the beginners course mm -hmm. yeah gotcha and what was that what was the course what was that like for you to then be a part of that I think I was very excited and I know <laughs> you're very open to our questions our individual questions which I think like I mentioned before I needed someone to hold my hand and I mm -hmm. felt like this course was you holding my hand into um, by my property. So Aww. I really liked how I was able to take in my questions and you answer them personally, like for me, not just, yeah. in, but like, yeah. this, is, this is what's going on with you. 
<laughs> exactly. So for our listeners that are not familiar, um, the Lady Landlords Beginners course, you can actually purchase that at any point in time. It is a recorded um, course. So you can, I will make sure to put the link down in the show notes for you, but it's basically four one hour modules where we go through, go through setting your goals and picking the right strategy that's best for you. We go through um, picking your team and making sure that you're using the right experts, how to analyze deals, but how to analyze deals properly. And then also how to secure financing and different options for paying for your properties. So we will also be offering that course live again in the fall if you're interested. So I'll also put the waitlist link down in the show options there. But Josie, that was great because instead of just kind of listening, just kind of like you would a podcast or YouTube or something like that, what we were able to do in the beginner's course was then have those office hour sessions where you can come and really just kind of ask any questions and be like, cool, I watched this module, but now how does this apply to me and my situation? And do you, would you be willing to share a little bit about the situation that you had with your family as we were kind of going through that course? Because I know that came up a lot during, during our sessions. Yeah. So with real estate, my first goal was to buy a house for my parents who have been renting for, since we got to California 23 years ago. And then, mm -hmm. um, but I remember in our first session with the goals, you kind of brought me down to earth and be like, no, this is your budget. And if you want your parents to pay the rent, like it's not going <laughs> to so I think that stuck with me and that helped me in like while looking at other properties. So setting that first goal in that first coaching call, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I need to be realistic and this is not going to work. So um, I think that's where it kind of started with just setting my goal. And if I wanted a, a property for my parents, I had to have a budget. And actually, <laughs> I and <laughs> I, I find that I'm not surprised, but I do find that interesting that it was that first session that you were like, that kind of hit home with me because I remember listening as you were kind of talking about like what you were planning on doing. And that's clearly a beautiful message to be able to help support your parents as they supported you and, and brought you to the States. And I remember hearing that and I'm like, I have to give this woman some tough love. I have to kind of point out that like what she's kind of looking to do, like is not going to put her in the best financial situation, but there is a way that we can do this that will work out both for her and her parents. I remember keeping that in the back of my mind. So we'll, I like the fact that I know that this story is gonna end with a happy ending, but I'm really happy that we were able to have that conversation. Um, now, what do you think would have happened if we didn't have that conversation? I think I might've made like a bad financial mistake for me. <laughs> I think for my parents, cause I kind of, my first goal was to, okay, keep the rent and just pay me whatever they're currently paying for rent, pay me. But then I was going to be losing money. So I think I would have been losing money and not actually making any money. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I, once again, I totally get the supporting your parents. I totally get that, the, you know, the thing to do. And that was really important. That is important to you, but I was glad that we were able to kind of look through the numbers and kind of get better clarity. I think once again, that deal analyzing session and was very helpful because it was able to kind of show like these numbers just are not working um, unless you are then comfortable really kind of picking up the difference um, between what your mortgage would be and then what your parents were able to afford and contribute to from a rental perspective. So I'm, like I said, I, we're going to, listeners, don't worry. The story ends great. So hang in there till the happy ending. Um, but I, I am glad that we were able to have that conversation and get to um, kind of save you from possibly making a, a bad financial decision for you. So I'm happy that helped. 
Um, so now walk me through. So then you ended up, you went through the course. Now, what would you say to, you went and you asked Cassandra, like, hey, are you doing this course? Because this is something I'm considering. Let's turn that around and now say someone came to you and said, hey, Josie, I'm thinking about doing this course. I don't know about it. What would you say to that person? I think it's worth, especially me, or like if that person has no knowledge on real estate, I really, I, I think I would recommend it because like I said, I feel like you were holding my hand through the process. Even if that was just like a month, like after I still had the, like the PowerPoint on, on all the courses to refer back. So, and you did say you went back. Um, I know when we talked about this earlier, you said you went back to the modules because you get lifetime access to the course. So yeah. you actually, so tell me a little bit about that. Which module did you end up going or what points did you have to, did you say, let me go back and reference that then when you went through the house buying process? Yeah. So after you brought me down to earth, I changed <laughs> my strategy and I was like, okay, I'm going to leave my parents alone and I want to make money first. So then I was like, okay, I want a, a multifamily unit and um, to make me money. So when I was looking around, I would go back to the analyzing module. I think that that's my favorite because I would look at the property and then I would go back and be like, okay, plug in the numbers. Does it work? Does it not work? And also the apps you recommended on there, I downloaded mm -hmm. it and I would just plug in numbers. So I think that was the module that I kept referring back to. Like, does it work? No, it doesn't work. Okay, next yeah. And then what's great about that is for the next property, you can still go back to that same module and pull that screen back up and be like, well, what numbers was I supposed to use? How was this supposed to work out? Is this a deal or is this not a deal? So good. I'm glad you have that. So, okay. So now we finished the course. Now you decide that this is what you're looking at. Um, you're going to purchase a multifamily. So walk me through how that went. So I saw one that worked with the numbers. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Um, I remember you telling us to build a team. Well, at that point, I didn't have a team yet. So I saw the realtor, you know, the picture who's the person selling the house. So I contacted her and she was really nice. She um, referred me to a lender, which mm -hmm. turned out he's my current lender. And um, Good. this was a great advice from her. But then she started showing me properties, multi uh -huh. properties but they were not in the best condition. The numbers work, but the houses was just like, they needed a lot of work, not something I wouldn't like to be living in, something I wouldn't want to be living in. And then when we would go look at a property, um, and I'm, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so what do you think? Is this a good investment? Is this not? And she'll be like, well, I don't know. It's up to you. She wouldn't actually give me any info on it. So uh, we just kept, and it was me finding the properties. <laughs> So oh, I don't oh. think being a really good realtor. So you had it. So it sounds like you were kind of, you were being your own realtor. Now you're saying yeah. like, you kind of had to go and find the properties. You kind of, then she would kind of show up and then really kind of wasn't telling you about the house, telling you about the property like at all, or and then let alone also not share, not giving, not really sharing her expertise on if this would be like that option, an option for you. So it sounds really like she wasn't holding your hand. Yeah, right? she was there. and then at one point we um she mentioned something about like oh well my rental house is something something oh. so and then I saw I follow her on Facebook and she said something about getting this house on Airbnb so then I noticed that she was doing the short term rentals and renting on her own 
So mm -hmm. uh, like she wasn't even showing me any because I don't know, she was focused on like her. you were competition. Yeah, like and that's how I felt. So I'm like, okay, you're not, you're kind of benefiting. And then at one point I had found the perfect, it was a three, three um, apartments and it was mm -hmm. like a great deal. And that morning I sent it to her and then she didn't reply until the next day. She's like, oh, it's already taken. Like, it's already Did she buy it? I don't know. I, I That's what I thought you were going to tell me. When you said that, like you're friends with her, like on Facebook, I thought you were going to tell me one of the properties that you found that you told her about that you found out that she bought it. So we, yeah. we don't know, but we still you're know, saying. But it was so weird how like she would usually reply to me very fast. And then that day she did until the next day, she's like, oh, we, it's not available anymore or something. But it was okay. like, a deal. Uh, yeah. So I have to ask then. So we talked about this in like the course. What did you, what did you end up doing with this realtor? Well, I stopped. I didn't, I I didn't even say like, I don't want to work with you anymore. I just stopped <laughs> answering her email or like I stopped sending her properties and then she kind of, we stopped communication. So I think millennials call that ghosting. I think so. Right. <laughs> but see, she didn't even try to come back to me and be like, Hey, do you still want to buy a house? She just kind of left me alone too. Well, sometimes I've, maybe that was, you know, how it was meant to be and how it was meant to end. Right. So at least it sounds like what's good is that there was no, you know, like confrontation. It maybe it was just a little easier. We all kind of parted ways. But then it also sounds like she really kind of wasn't doing her job. She wasn't supporting you. She wasn't finding you property. She wasn't finding you properties of the criteria that you had asked for. And then she's also kind of not, you know, following up, checking in. Um, I always kind of say that, like, if people are not going to call me back when I'm trying to give them my money. Yeah, I'm OK with that. <laughs> you know, I'm going to find somebody that will call me back. Mm -hmm. So, so you ended up finding another realtor to work with, right? Yeah. One of my students, I remember he handed me a car. He's like, oh, my mom's a realtor and I still have it. So then I contacted her and she oh. was like the opposite. She was like, here, let's do this. And very active into finding me properties. So what did you like about her? What did she do that then you, that you can share like tips that were helpful for other investors working with a realtor for the first time? What, what was good for you? Well, uh, within my budget, she's like, well, there's this houses in town that you can rent. And she was telling me about how well they rent and like um, that she has other uh, people who rent those houses. And then when we would go look at a property, she would be pointing out stuff like, oh, look at the carpet here. Look, they did. They missed this. And so I really liked how she was giving me advice on the properties and actually telling me her point of view, like if it was a good buy or not a, a good buy. Good. And that's kind of what we talked about, like in the modules too. Like we are the CEOs of our own business. We are the decision makers and we can't have, we're not in the place where we need people to tell us, yes, you should buy this. No, you shouldn't buy this, mm -hmm. but we are not to be the experts on loans and the experts on how to buy or sell property. Right. We need to find these team members so that way they can be the experts and provide us their expertise to allow us to make the best and most informed decisions. So it sounds like she really kind of fit with that idea of being able to support you and give you the information you needed to make an educated decision. Yeah. And then she got the sale with you, right? Yeah, she did. There you go. So what did you buy? So I ended up buying a two bedroom, one bath, a little house. Um, yeah. And I bought that one because it's newly remodeled. Remodel. I think somebody kind of flipped it, but it worked for me. So <laughs> when she took me to see that house, she's like, 
look, you can even Airbnb it. So that sparked that Airbnb Ooh. thing into my head that I, it hadn't crossed my mind before until she mentioned it. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, that would actually work for my parents. And that's when um, I decided to buy this two bedroom one bath for my parents. And mm -hmm. my current plan is to make it a short-term rental. And my parents are retiring unofficially to Mexico. So yeah. now they're gonna come and visit us for a while. So when they're here, I'm going to let them live in my property. When they're in Mexico, then I'm going to rent it out in the short term. So my heart is happy because I'm going to be helping them. But my wallet's also happy because I'm going to be making money. See, ladies, that was a happy ending you were waiting for. Because then now Josie was able to find a way to still help and support her parents, but also put her, her family in the financial position that they needed to still be bringing, bringing that extra money in. So it really is like that win-win for everybody. I mean, Josie, I could not be happier with the way that that had worked out. So make sure, I know you said you're still in the process right now of furnishing the Airbnb, right? Yeah. Okay. When you And what, what town and city is that Airbnb going to be in? I am in Portable, California, in the middle of nowhere in Central California. <laughs> I'm four hours, four hours away from LA. Okay. Well, still, when you get that set up, make sure to send, make sure to send your Airbnb link over and I will make sure to put that down in the show notes, just in case any lady is going to be in the area that that way they can kind of check out your Airbnb. Okay. So I'm happy to hear that. So now, now we got our first rental property. How does that feel that from years ago, going to this seminar where you were just scammed and people were just trying to take your money and not try to help you and not get anywhere closer to your goals? How do you feel now that you have your first rental property? I don't know. It feels like surreal. Like I've been yeah. working on this forever and now it's finally here. I'm like, what? I actually did yeah. it. <laughs> it. So, yeah. It's been a journey. It's, it's been a couple of years, but look at what you were able to do. And honestly, then when you did the beginner's course, we're, so we're filming this episode um, on July 30th of 2021. When you did the course with me, that was this what winter spring what was it february march february yeah so that was five months ago five months ago from deciding like you're gonna do this and got the help that you needed through the beginners course and then here we are talking about how you closed on your property that's yeah. pretty impressive i'm really really proud of you Thank so you. what is what's next for you well i already told my husband we set a savings plan we want to save for a down payment and hopefully next summer, hopefully we can buy our next one. Gotcha. And is that going to be an air, a short-term rental again, or are you going to go back to multifamily? Or are we not sure yet? Um, I think I would want to go into multifamily. Just yeah. because maybe I think it would be easier to have um, tenants for a long time instead of kind of managing the day to day. So, but I think I'm open to anything that comes my way. So see, I started with a house, I went to multifamily and then ended up with a house. So like whatever works, um, I'm happy. Good, congratulations again. I am so happy that this helped you. When you now buy the next property next summer, we'll have to have you back on the podcast to kind of talk about that deal and your growing portfolio. But Josie, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing about how once again, we were able to not only make your head happy, but also your heart happy with helping your parents. Um, if any of you listeners out there are interested in taking the beginner's course that Josie mentioned, um, please take a look down at the show notes and the link that's there. 
and let me know as always how I can be supportive of your real estate investment journey. And I will see you back in the Lady Landlords Facebook group. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a five-star review for the Lady Landlords podcast. This helps make sure to share a message with others that can use the similar information. Thank you very much for helping grow our community. Remember, there's a new episode every single Tuesday, and I'll see you back in the Lady Landlords Facebook group. Thank you.